recording live from somewhere, my basement in Lanesboro. It's your friendly league blogger trying out podcasting for the first time. We're going to do a rundown of this week's action by audio. And we're going to do it live, so deal with it. To kick the action off, we had a trade between Bri, Bri, and Jimmy. Jimmy taking the steal of the league with a waiver wire pickup by Brian from James Robinson, the guy with the busted Achilles who's proven you don't need one. He's got Achilles of steel. And Brian Brian got the beat-up Chris Godwin, who may come in handy later, come in handy later, but for now Brian needs a win. And with the league's first trade in the books, we turn to the games. We'll start with the uh, team that scored the highest for the week. B-Rad. Good job, 153. Getting the highest score by three points, but beating up the competition pretty badly. Brian put up a 127 thanks to a negative one score from Fields. And some weak sauce from Miles Sanders and DJ Moore. King Henry and Cece Barkley did show up, and the waiver wire pickup of Geno Smith also came through to get a 127, which for this season is pretty respectable for Brian. But obviously not enough, as Brad got the first good showing from Joe Burrow. Nick Chubb did his first round thing as usual and got a full. Mark Andrews appears to be the best tight end in the league. And Ryan Tannehill did just fine. It's interesting to look at some of these old receivers who came through, like DK Metcalf and Amari Cooper. Wonder if they've got a future for you this year. But even with the highest score in the league, you got Aaron Jones shit in the bed. And Michael Thomas middling his way through the game. Be rad for the win. Way to go. Turning to the second highest score, we've got the Battle of the Joes. And potentially the best team names. We got uh, Jackson Diggs, Judge Judy, coming in with a 150 on the back of Action Jackson again. But this week's star-wide receiver wasn't Stefan Diggs. It was Hollywood Brown. A ballsy move to uh, roll Garrett Wilson out there after two solid weeks. Didn't exactly show up, but did fine. And for the first week yet, Kyle Pitts came through with a double-digit score. Jay-Z and the Sun Gods had a bust game for him this year partially because Kyle Kyler Murray only put up 13, and Dalvin Cook got injured along the way. From what I remember, once he gets injured, he's good to go because he gets to wear a special device. So next week, don't worry about it, Joe. He's out there. What I would worry about is Cordell Patterson being able to keep this up. But another week, another 24 points. Not bad. Fantasy football's funny this way. You got Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, Amon, Ra, St. Brown, and Christian Kirk performs the best out of that group of studs. 
nothing to worry about on either of those teams. Nice match. Now, before we get into the teams that completely shit the bed, we got two, uh, two more studs to go through that didn't have great weeks, but did okay. Najee spot versus uh, two girls, one cup. G spot takes the victory. Thanks to Jalen, it hurts so good. And the Penguin, Jalen Waddle, doing his thing, breaking the 100-yard mark. So the Penguin did well, but the Walrus, Darren Waller, did not. Which leads me to my common refrain, tight ends are useless, don't bother drafting them. You take a look at the running back room, you see, Hi, my name's Jeff. Gibby Gibson. Najee Harris. All putting up essentially the same line. And the disappointment was with uh, Justin Jefferson, but you pulled off the win anyway. Looking over to Jimmy's team, see that Zeke had a decent game for Zeke, old man Zeke. Cooper Cup had a shitty game, but outscored Zeke with 14 points. I guess that's what happens when uh, you rush for a touchdown instead of scoring four or five by catching them as usual. Scary Terry, McLaurin. F1, had a good game, broke a 100-yard mark, got to 16 points, and the Baltimore defense showed up. But there's trouble on the roster with DeAndre Swift and Gabe Davis, hopefully gets back to health soon. And James Conner was good last year when they gave him the football on the one, and he could push his way in, but it just doesn't seem like Arizona's getting to the one. Got to watch out for that one. Well done, Bill. Tied for first again. Now we moved on. We will move on to the teams that suck. That means real football. John got lucky. Not one of the teams that sucked, but got to play Groff. And Groff should not be playing Russell Wilson anymore. I'd throw that guy on the waiver wire and let him be a landmine to the next one who picks him up. Austin Eckler wasn't awesome or excellent. And while C.D. Lamb put up 18 points, he should have put up at least 10 more with that dropped touchdown that hit him in the hands. The rest of your team remains hot garbage gift. Get rid of it. Start trading. John got a big game from Derek. Send in the car. Standard performance from Run CMC, who despite not looking good, will still put up 15 plus points. And most excitingly to me, we've got Drake Darkwing Duck London having a decent game with uh, 54 yards, but being able to cash in with a touchdown. Great nickname, good win. And that leads me to a sad little story about myself and the lowest score I've ever seen from my team. 61. I know my team's bad, but that is really special. So, Strader, you're lucky. You're welcome. You are also hot garbage. Not breaking 100 and still winning is something I've become familiar with, but nothing to be proud of. I assume we'll be seeing Joe Flacco hitting the wire 
You can see that kettle's just not going to boil. Probably uh, all right to declare him a bust as a draft pick at this point. Pity City is all right, but not what you wanted at that draft price. And then you ended up with Jonathan Tractor Taylor not being the number one overall. Now you do have Josh Stallion pulling his weight and making it worth the second round pick. But at this point, he may just be the trade fodder you need. So that's the matchup wrap-up. Let's take a look at the standings. There are seven teams tied for first place. Massive point differences with G-Spot. Bill holding 482 points. Joe not far behind with 476. And then me also tied for first with 262 total points. We got hand jobs sitting in what is eighth or one game back. And then we've got Brian and Groff in dead last. Brings brings joy to my uh, good eye or heart or something. Last thing to check up on here is the final standing projections from ESPN, which are incredibly absurd. They've stuck B-Rad in dead last. They've moved me into the third position. They've got the Sun Gods in second, which makes some sense. Now G-Spot stays in first, and Judge Judy is pushed to fourth for the highlights there. I feel like I'm beat, but the lesson is keep working, make some trades, hit the waiver wire, don't give up. It's more fun that way. I'm going to let everybody vote on whether or not I podcast or not ever again. I understand if it's a no, but you're going to have to deal with it for today. Certainly willing to set up a, uh, a Zoom so that we can uh, I can get some guests on here. Joe, you seem to have the best puns. I'm looking at you. Good luck. Have fun in week four.